1: Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you about our friends at Skyhawk Sports. Registration is now open for Skyhawk uh, Skyhawks Sports Academy Summer Camps. Uh, join them for an action-packed, fun-filled summer of youth sports camps. At a location near you, you can choose between soccer, flag football, golf, baseball cheerleading, multi-sports camps, mini-hawk camps, and more. Find program info and register today at uh, www.skyhawks.com. We're hanging out live with our friends here at Premier Wave Therapy. It is their grand opening today. Uh, you can come by and help celebrate 2505 East, 3300 South. They've got the sandwiches uh, out there ready to go, cookies, drinks, the whole thing. We've got jazz gear for you as well. And find out uh, how they can help you if you're struggling from uh, ED, 385-360-WAVE, 385 360 Wave Time for a a little uh, what's going on, Gordon, where we check in uh, with the other shows on the station. Uh, We do it every day at this time. Well, I guess not every day at this time. We move it around. Sometimes we move it around a little bit. Uh, Austin, I should have uh, clarified with you in the break. What's what's our cut from DJ and PK today?
0: Uh, Okay. DJ and PK, uh, they had the Cup of Joe with Joe Ingles today. So well, it's just a bunch
1: of that. Let's give it a listen.
2: You've done everything probably that you wanted to set out to do individually. And so you've accomplished all that stuff now at 33 years of age. So basically the only thing left is to win a title uh, at the NBA level. Two things left. Okay, what Two are things you? What, what's the other one?
3: Obviously win a championship for Utah yeah. Yeah. Um, and a gold medal with Australia.
2: Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. From that perspective, so uh, what what would an NBA title mean to you?
3: Oh, I mean, it mean the world. Um, it would be a a very special moment, um, and I don't even really say that for myself. Like, yeah, it would be great to have that. I guess, like, on my, my resume one day, but um, also for for Utah. Like, that's why. Yeah. That's why I kind of do what I do off the court with with what we do with Renee and I and and the the kids and the donations and whatever it is. Um, You almost feel attached to... Like, I never thought I would obviously be here for seven years, let alone one year when I was on a month-to-month deal. Um, So, um, yeah, it would be an unbelievable accomplishment for myself and for my family and for us to kind of, uh, talk about one day when I'm old. And, um, but there'd be no better feeling than doing it and rolling down main street or whatever with, a. um, to, um yeah, it'd just be a, a pretty cool moment to share with, with the people here because we have uh, myself included, but the, the guys that have been here and, um, from seven years ago, winning like 28 games or whatever we did that first year um, to, to kind of where we are now. And obviously a big part of that is what the Millers did, um, building the team and getting Quinn. And then obviously now with, with Ryan and his group. So, um, yeah, it would be incredibly special. Um, it would mean also that I'd be on a plane a couple of days later to, to head over to Tokyo to try and uh, win another one. So it would be, uh, be very special.
2: So if you talk to other players, and Mike would be the person on your team and most, uh, you were talking about how exhausting the end of the season was. But when I hear people talk about deep NBA playoff runs, it is just all-consuming and exhausting. It is never easy, even for the legends. And the teams like the Warriors who do it multiple times – it's no surprise they end up with injuries and this cumulative fatigue after several years. So, have you really braced yourself for what a deep run means?
3: For sure. No, it's, uh... I think, um, Mike went to the Western Conference Finals with Memphis one year. JC went to the Finals with Cleveland that year. Mm, that's right. Um... So, speaking to them a little bit, too, like, it, it is. It's, I mean, it's a grind. And I think, um... What also play a part in that is the way we play. Like, we play a different way, which is hard in general. Um, it's hard to do for 72 games. So you, you um, at this point, having the, the couple of days off early on and, and a lighter day yesterday, and then obviously getting back into it, um, everything kind of from this point, um, as of, like, Monday, when we, when we had the, the time off, is about getting ready, getting your body ready, but also kind of planning the rest and making sure you're getting enough sleep and, and downtime and, and getting your legs up and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's going to be a hopefully a very long run um, that goes all the way to the end, and, and we've got to kind of brace and prepare for that. And um, I'm lucky with, with Renee and the, the kids that they'll... That'll give me every opportunity to to rest up as much as possible um, when the kids don't want me to be chasing them outside for a little bit. But, um, no, it'll be be exciting. It'll be fun. um, But it's it's almost time to to kind of park um, some stuff aside. Um, Like, our record was great, but that's kind of... The 52 games don't really mean much except for where they placed us. So we've got to kind of... Park that aside, and, and obviously, like I said, prepare and, and get ready for this kind of next this next section of, of this playoff run.
2: So, what's interesting? It's I think it's uh, in my mind. It's the first time ever. Maybe it's been done. I don't know. But the thought being that the number one seed now is not gonna know its opponent later than everybody in the league, right? <laughs> and that's sort of weird. You'd think that the that's somewhat of a disadvantage. And so you're not gonna know your opponent until we have the outcome of the Memphis of the Golden State game, which is going to be late and it's going to be less than right forty die. yeah, less than forty eight hours uh, before the tip off on Sunday evening. Uh, do you know what you guys will do as far as preparing once, you know, for the individual team or is it more about yourselves and it doesn't really matter anyway?
3: Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think a a part of it is about ourselves. A part of it, like I said, the first couple of days was purely the, the physical health side of it, getting, getting some rest. And, um, especially as of kind of yesterday, it was four teams we could have played, um, so now that we know it's down to two, um, again I think um, I'm not in uh, the coaches' meeting, which they're probably doing right now. Um, but they'll be a lot of focus on ourselves, obviously, um, how we want to play, what we want to do um, on the offensive and defensively. Um, obviously, defensively, we can talk about um, bits and pieces. Um, obviously, for for us, we've been pretty consistent with what we've done defensively for a lot of the year. Obviously. Uh, certain individuals on certain teams take a bit more of um, a scout or, or, or effort and I guess time and effort put into a scout to, to figure out what we're going to do um, and obviously they've kind of got guys like that on, on either team obviously mm-hmm. if there's Steph it's it, it's Steph and what he does for that group um, and then with Memphis they're probably a little bit more um, across the board but obviously Ja is a big part of their what they do Dylan Brooks um, Valentuna's down on the blog. so um, yeah, I think, I mean, like I said, it's it's not ideal. Um, but it's also, again, I've said it, <laughs> I don't get put in those meetings to make decisions. So we, we just do what we're told. And um, that part is, I, I guess, being devil's advocate a little bit, I guess it, on one side of it, it kind of makes you not overthink anything too much yet because we don't know who we're playing. So we can't overthink how we're going to guard Steph or how we're going to guard Joe. Like we can put some ideas and plans probably in place, but as of kind of Friday night and, and that session on, on Saturday that we'll have and a shoot around Sunday morning. Um, obviously those two days will be, be very crucial um, probably more mentally than physically. Um, just really locking in on our, our game plan and what we're going to do and, and how we're going to play.
1: That was Joe Ingalls, uh, a portion of that conversation from DJ and PK this morning. Uh, what do you think Gordon? Well, a couple things. one, DJ made, uh, playing, making it through the
4: playoffs sound like, you know, the baton death march or something, you know I mean?
1: (laughs) Are you sure you're ready for this, Joe? I mean, it's, it's going to be a tough road. The West is really good this year. I mean, it's good every year, but this year in particular, it feels. Uh, He may,
4: but he was talking about physically and mentally and a whole, whole shebang. So anyway, uh, and, uh. All I can say is that Saturday is going to be a busy day for the Utah Jazz.
1: Yeah, prep day when yeah. they know who they're going to get. When they finally know who they're going to
4: get, then they can put together so much. And you know how Quinn is; he's he's dissecting both teams right now, and uh, uh, he'll he'll have his his research done. Of course, it's not like they're strangers with these teams. Already, But uh, I think Saturday will be sort of a a big, big day. Not just because uh, Quinn wants to get his game uh, adjustments in place, uh, but then he wants to have his adjustments to his adjustments in place. And then they're integrating Donovan Mitchell back into the whole thing. And so, yeah, that'll be... uh, That'll be business gets done on Saturday around these parts.
1: Uh, Talk to Coach Lacombe about this um, because at least how they did it when he was at BYU when they had maybe one of two opponents or whatever they divided it up. One coach would take one team, one coach would take the other, and they'd work entire game plans. And it, uh, I'm sure, it was kind of a. Defeating feeling when you had to wad up one of those game plans and just throw it <laughs> into the trash. All that worked you know? for nothing. <laughs> you know, just hours upon hours of drawing up a game plan that yeah. will never be used. Do you think they? Do you think
4: they lean one way or the other? I mean, you and I kind of think that it'll be the Warriors, but I wonder if it's like sixty forty. Or <laughs> now they would tell you that they don't. No, I know. But I don't believe that. <laughs> you think? You think that they? They're. Uh... Hedging their best even
1: if it's like subconsciously you know even if it's subconsciously you'll your your favorite like I'll give you an example right uh, so uh, my wife this last time this last baby was convinced we were having a boy uh-huh convinced we were having a boy uh-huh. so i mean all of our efforts subconsciously went in preparation for male baby like we had way more name ideas for example for male baby than we did for girl baby. Okay. And that wasn't intentional because we didn't know, but subconsciously that's kind of what we thought. Right? So, so what you're saying then is
4: as they're preparing to play Memphis, uh, they're saying, okay, well, when we play the Grizzlies, Steph will be here. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> that would... Uh, And Draymond will be over here. Oh, uh, I meant I meant Jaw
1: will be here, and uh, (laughs) Jaron Jackson Jr. will be over here. Um,
4: Yeah, I imagine. I know Quinn has been preparing for the playoffs for quite some time, and uh, yeah, they, they those guys go over that stuff and they go over it and over it and over it, covering every possible scenario, and. So I, I, I think they have both of these teams thoroughly scouted, and they know exactly what they'll do depending on who wins. Really, that's what it comes down to. But sometimes, you know, transferring that from the brain of a coach into the brains of your players, there's sometimes a slip betwixt the lip and the cup.
1: Let's check in with Hanson Scotty. Uh, they were talking about the game last night with the Lakers and the Warriors, and specifically
5: LeBron. Made a great shot. Awesome shot. Oh, Incredible. End of the shot clock, hoisted it up, ended up being the game winner. Tied at the time. Oh, can we stop with the three rim bull crap, though? Crunch, crunch, oh, my God. Crunch seconds.
6: It, it, the, the whole thing lined up incredibly well for LeBron James to look like the hero again. And he does do it time and time and time again. You knew it was either going to be Steph Curry or LeBron was going to knock yeah. down some big shot that broke that thing open.
0: Do you have to with the theatrics, though? Just, just say, I'm clutch, man. What do, you, what do you want from me?
6: Well, see, and Lloyd. You don't need I, the theatrics. I think the same. I think, Scotty, I think you think the same. There's, that's why I think Damian Lillard, I'm a little bit more. In, he's more endearing to me. I'm, I'm more drawn to his character because he's just like, hey, it's Dame time. That's it. He could have been jabbed in the eye. He could have been jabbed in both eyes. And he'd have knocked down that shot and been like, yeah, it was Dame time, man. It's time to put those guys back home. And that's all you need.
5: I, I, <laughs> I don't think there's a guy that is more unlikable in hitting a huge shot than what we saw from LeBron last night. <laughs> and like I, you can't you can't dismiss how great it was. You can't dismiss how uh, how impressive the feat was. But him rolling around like a chicken with his head cut off <laughs> and <laughs> acting like. There's a there's a detached retina, and his eyeball is in his hand, and he has to put it back into his eye socket to be able to... It's like, come on, man. Knock it off. It's infuriating. It really was.
6: And, the, and the yeah, the whole drawn-out theatrics, too. It's like... And then they're reviewing to see if it's... A, I lo- a By the way...
5: That officiating crew was not great last night, and they had a a lot of missed calls. But I am so glad they didn't buy into the theatrics and said, common foul. Common foul. Take your free throws.
6: Yeah, and, and everybody on the broadcasting crew was like, that's a common foul, but you watch officials are going to give him a flagrant. Because yeah. <laughs> they knew who he hit. Exactly. But I was so glad that the officials were like, yeah, you know what, we're going to have to dismiss the fact this is LeBron. Yeah, LeBron was working for that flagrant.
5: Oh, man, it's exactly what he was doing. Trying everything he could. Uh, I,
6: hey, and I was going to make this point this morning. Get ready for Draymond Green because Draymond, this, what he did last night, Everything he did last night is exactly what he's going to try to do the jazz in the first round. And some, did, did you see him just step over LeBron's oh yeah. like dying body? So LeBron was like, uh-huh. oh, and he just steps over the top of it. And, even and, high-fived the teammate. teammate. <laughs> <laughs> his teammate's like, nice job. Way to jab him in his face.
5: <laughs> no, and that's the thing about Draymond, and, and a lot of times it works. A lot of times he gets under guys' skin. And so I the jazz have to be talking about. It. They know that's going to be the case. Um hopefully Memphis is able to get a victory. There's no way on this green earth it's ever going to happen. Memphis is going to get zero calls in that game yeah. because the NBA wants to see Steph Curry in that series.
6: Yeah, I wouldn't be so, surprised if the NBA found a way to forfeit Memphis.
5: They're the like, NBA. all of a sudden, Memphis shows up to the arena and the uh, New Orleans Pelicans are there. And they're like, what's going on? Like, oh, well, you play them. we had an aggregate scoring thing and you guys are actually out and New Orleans is going to be playing Golden State. And,
6: uh, oh, my gosh. I could see Memphis showing up to the arena and there's like four officials dressed in, in complete black with dark glasses that are like... Sorry, we need you to come with us. COVID testing in this in this closet over here. Yeah. Quick COVID test. 25 of the, the 30 that arrived at the arena test positive, and it's like, <laughs> boy, that's his bum luck.
5: See that positive? Like, that's a pregnancy test. No, it's a <laughs> test, and it's positive and And you are positive. And you're positive, so you have
6: to leave. And I am positive that this game's not going to be played tonight. And Golden <laughs> State is going
5: to advance. Golden State needed that extra day of rest, so.
6: Oh, they don't want Memphis. And they want Steph Curry. And they want Golden State and the Lakers to make a run to the Western Conference Finals. Bet on that. They want the Golden State Warriors. They winners, want a rematch. They want the 7-8 and eight seed to make the run to the Western Conference. Come on. You've got to admit, that's what everybody wants. Well, that's what the NBA wants. No, of course. It's just up to the Jazz and the Suns to get in the way of it. They've got to get in the way of it. They've got to stop Steph Curry and LeBron James. And they've got to stop the bleeding. It, it, just for this community, the, this state and this community, that's what we need. Just stop the bleeding of these guys. Do not let LeBron James do this anymore. I, hey, remind me, at the end of Michael Jordan's career, did did everybody get to the point with Michael where it's like, just go away?
5: Uh, well, with the Wizards year, yeah, it was just like, it, it was just sad. I'm talking during the Bulls. League. No, no, nobody said that about Every He was still just the showpiece. He right? was the showpiece of the league. Yeah. Would Michael? Jordan... Because Michael never would have done anything like that. I was
6: going to say, would Michael's Michael Jordan like... ever have rolled around and said, "Well, I saw three baskets. I shot for the Yeah,
5: one Michael over. gets knocked down. Michael's going to get up and be like, "All right, you know." The only thing that kept Michael out was eating uh, bad pizza or a hangover. One of the two.
1: Well, we did get to the bottom of that, though. We the, did. The the pizza was not poisoned. Uh, we solved that mystery here on the Big Show. <laughs> uh, but there you go. That's uh, Hanson Scotty uh, talking about the Lakers. Uh, I don't think. Golden State's going to go into the Western Conference. Finals.
4: No, I mean I don't. I tell you the truth, I don't think the NBA necessarily wants it to happen. I mean, yeah, look, they 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 understand where interests from casual fans are to boost ratings and whatnot. But if you get in the business of of hoping and rooting for certain teams, all that's going to do, all that does, is clutter things up as far as fairness and uh, I don't buy into the conspiracy that 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 it they want it so badly that it affects the way games are called I I don't I don't believe that
1: uh, okay so I, I I'll come along with you on the last part I, I think you know I, I think the NBA if they had their you know could do anything about it but they know uh, would they want can't. their story right right and you would hope that uh, the integrity yeah. of the game would mean a little something to the league because yeah. that's you know what it's built on so but I, I bet you if you gave uh, Adam Silver, some truth serum. He wants his stars playing on the biggest stage, well, and that's that's where all that stuff is.
4: But there are stars on almost every team. Uh, I I have not seen the ratings for that game last night. It was than, really I, good. I imagine it was, it
1: was super high. Yeah. It was uh, like six million
4: people. And then the game itself was of uh, such a quality and so tight that uh, people were probably more connected to it than they would have been otherwise. You know, I've, I've come to the conclusion that there's one reason, pretty much one reason the Warriors lost that game. And that is?
1: What do I hate? Turnovers. Oh, let's not talk about turnovers then. Let's talk about LeBron selling the injury. That's a more fun topic. Okay, but but really, that's
4: that's why the Warriors lost that game. Right? They shot a better percentage. Uh, well, I totally the, disagree. The rebounding was pretty close. They had twice the turnovers
1: that the Lakers. They had had. lost that game because they scored fewer points okay, than the Lakers.
4: Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. LeBron was
1: rolling around on the floor. If Arianon. Golden State had scored more points than the Lakers, they would have won that game. But why didn't they? Because they didn't. Because
4: turnovers. That's they the were, entire reason. Especially that third quarter. <laughs> they were way they were way sloppy
1: with the ball, Jake. Okay, so LeBron, uh, is. do we know if he can see today? He's <laughs> seeing three. Is, is he blind? He's aiming for the middle. If you're going to act like that, don't you have to come out of it
4: blind? I just, look, I know LeBron James is a great player, and he does good things for his communities, and he, you know, but but the drama is, is tiring. Did you ever play? A- just about the time that you find yourself thinking okay i've forgotten about all the past drama i can sort of just push that aside we get it again and again and again and then he hits the
1: game-winning shot <laughs> have you did you ever play with somebody in the little league uh, whatever sport uh, growing up the the kid that always got hurt and you thought like okay this can't be just you you have the worst luck on the planet when it comes to injuries. well some has might to, be
4: injury prone
1: no, but, I mean, the, you never played with that guy that was hurt in every single game? Every time that you'd play, he'd be down and and take 15 minutes to get back up? Well, I have played golf with a lot of guys who do that
4: before, you know, the first tee. What, claim that they're hurt? The old war wound is acting. Oh, uh, to give act.
1: an excuse for their, their poor golf Either game. an
4: excuse or hustling. See, this
1: this is why you should just have a low expectation of yourself on the golf course. You don't need to make excuses. It's all right. None of us are on tour. (laughs) Oh, Bill, my back is aching. Yeah, right. I mean, don't uh, just. It's not necessary. Okay. Yeah, but we know you're not going to go out and and make money playing golf. But neither is what LeBron did last night. No, it's not. I agree. It's so unnecessary.
4: That's 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 the thing, and
1: it. It really cheapens his great achievements. Well, and then they say selling the flagrant. We have a review, so they're <laughs> going to go back and look at it. Why do you need to be selling anything?
4: <laughs> I do agree that the referees did a good job on that particular call by keeping it a common foul, although they did miss a lot of calls.
1: Yeah, so it wasn't was. a particularly good ref uh, game that uh – that is a fact. Uh, all right, uh, we're uh, uh, we're live here uh, today at uh, at Premier Wave Therapy. It is their grand opening. Uh, 2505 East, 3300 South. You can call, find out how they can help you uh, with your ED if you're uh, having some issues, 385-360-WAVE. And we have had several listeners come by, take advantage, grab some food. Uh, It looks like, I can't tell, the jerseys may be gone, but we still have uh, a bunch of jazz gear uh, to give away uh, for you. So uh, come on down and see us again, uh, 2505 East, 3300 South. Uh, Jumping on with us now, uh, Joe... Uh, who, uh, uh, first of all, Joe, let me get your microphone on here. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Doing very well. Thank you for having me on. So
7: you are the laser guy. I'm one of the many laser guys out there. But <laughs> one
1: <yes. laughs> of the many laser guys. Talk to us uh, about your relationship uh, with Premier.
7: Yeah, I've known Dr. Johnson now for over 10 years. Uh, we work together. He's very well regarded and respected in the laser space, especially in the CO2 laser world, which is a very specific laser that's designed to put heat into tissue. And what it does, it causes tissue to tighten up and heal. Kind of turns back time so to speak, and Dr. Johnson's been uh, a world-renowned expert in this space. So when we started working together about 10 years ago, it didn't take long for me to know that I was you know, associated with someone pretty special.
1: So he is as smart as he tells everybody. <laughs> he
7: actually is. Believe <laughs> he or not. Is, he yes. is, right on. Uh, so what kind of work uh,
1: do you plan on doing uh, here with Premier?
7: Yes, um, what Premier Wave Therapy has done is purchased a, one of these CO2 lasers that's specifically designed for... Uh, vaginal rejuvenation. Now, what I learned last, last night when we were having dinner is that men, 50% of men over 50 experience ED, 60% of men over 60. And women run into the same issues as they age, right? Um, when they approach menopause or they go beyond menopause, they start to have issues um, with uh, their vaginal tissue as the hormones change. And what happens is when you treat that tissue with this laser again you're kind of turning back time and intimacy can be an issue because um lack of lubrication and it can be painful and that can have an impact on relationships so when this tissue is treated with the laser again you're going back in time and intimacy can be improved dramatically lubrication the tissue is tightened and both partners benefit Um, I literally have had several patients come to me crying how much has impacted their relationship? With, wow. yeah, with their boyfriend, husband, whatever you might call it, it's it can be very impactful. Wow! So, That's Joe,
4: how, how do you explain that to our listeners? Uh, you use the word laser. Mm-hmm. I mean, all kinds of images uh, come up in their minds. Yeah, it's what, a, what what is that? How does that... It's
7: a very very simple procedure. It takes less than 15 minutes to do. It wow. does not require anesthesia, and basically a uh, a small probe is inserted. The laser is fired in a circular manner, brought back a little bit further, brought back all the way until the entirety of the tissue is treated. And, uh, like I said, there's no anesthesia required. And I have yet to run into somebody that has not benefited. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's you're you're pretty much batting a thousand to to follow the uh, the sports network. Yeah, uh, absolutely,
1: we, that makes sense. We yeah, got you're batting a
7: thousand with this thing. <laughs> and uh, like I said, it can have a tremendous impact on on patients' uh, quality of life.
1: Well, Joe, thanks for jumping on with us. We appreciate it. My pleasure.
7: Thanks for having me.
1: All right. We're live from Premier Wave Therapy. You can give them a call, 385-360-WAVE. We'll hear from Donovan Mitchell coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
7: What time? Is it? It's half past the
0: hour and time to talk Utah jazz. Oh, Donovan! This is your Jazz at 30 update, presented by Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner with Syringa Networks. Call 385 420 7881 or visit syringanetworks.net.
1: Ring the 30 point bell.
3: Bell, bell.
1: Well, the Utah Jazz will start their playoff run coming up on Sunday. Uh, Rudy Gobert thinks the Jazz are ready for a title
3: run. I'm 100% confident in our team. I believe that we got our destiny in our hands. We got all the weapons that we need to beat anyone that's going to be in front of us and achieve our goal, which is winning a championship.
1: Donovan Mitchell returned to practice today. He was made available to the media, said he expects to be a go for game number one on Sunday Uh, we still don't know who the Jazz are going to play Uh, last night's Western Conference play-in games uh, were played the Grizzlies beat the Spurs 100 to 96 and the Lakers beat the Warriors 103 to 100 meaning the Jazz will take on the winner of the game Friday between the Warriors and the Grizzlies this bottom of the hour Jazz update brought to you by our friends at Syringa Networks now here we go the regular
0: season is over and the top-seeded utah jazz are set to make their nba playoff run here every second of every moment of jazz playoff basketball right here on your exclusive home of the utah jazz this is the big show with gordon monson and jake scott on 97.5 1280 the zone in the zone Sports sports network
1: Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. We are live today from Premier Wave Therapy. Uh, It's their grand opening, Gordon. We're here on day numero uno, 2505 East, 3300 South. Come by, grab some food, grab some jazz gear. Uh, If uh, you uh, are dealing with ED out there, give them a call, 385-360-WAVE, or feel free to walk on by, but uh, they'll take great care of you. I'm impressed by what I've seen. Yeah, great people. It's yeah. been a lot of fun today. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's uh should we hear from Donovan Mitchell? He was yeah. made available practice today. Uh let's uh hear a few minutes of what he had to say.
7: We'll start with Tony Jones the Athletic.
2: Hey Donovan, uh how was um how was practice today? Uh how did you feel? Um, more importantly, where's your wind at and uh how's how does the ankle feel for you?
8: Um, practice was good. You know, I got out there, competed. Um, it's definitely, you could tell it's been the first time in, what has it been, four or five weeks, but, you know, that's to be expected, you know, just trying to find ways to get back and get back in the groove, get back in, you know, full shape. You know, uh, I feel like I'm getting there, um, and, you know, things are progressing well, um, can't complain. And, you know, the guys, we all look, we all look good and determined and ready to go. So, um, can't complain.
5: All right. Next up, Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune.
8: Hey Don, can you kind of take us through the recovery
6: process? Kind of, you know, when you first started feeling like you were on a path to maybe getting back to returning to action again?
8: Um, yeah, it uh, definitely was a, a tough process. Uh, just for for me, I haven't been out this long since my tenth grade year in high school. Um, so it's definitely you 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 kind of you know it's a, it's a mental game as much as a physical one too um you know and I would say you know things started progressing well to be honest with you I've I've lost track of days (laughs) um and honestly I barely know what today is uh but I feel like you know kind of been progressing well for like the past two weeks I want to say uh no I mean you're gonna quote me on that but I could be wrong (laughs) um but um I feel like that's you know things started to go in the right way and projecting well and you know, I, as a whole, you know, I think just just continuing to take my time and continue to go about the right way, I think, is the biggest thing. Uh, it wasn't some an injury; wasn't something to play with. Um, wasn't as minor as it was, you know, made out to be. Uh, I'll leave it at that. But you know, I definitely had some some hurdles to climb, and we I think we did a good job and just continuing to progress. All
5: right, Sarah Todd Deseret News, Donovan, are are you expecting that you'll be ready to go for game one?
8: That's the goal. Um, Barring any setbacks, God God forbid, knock on wood, but uh, that's the goal. Um, And just trying to go out there and just be there for my teammates and try and help to to go out there and, and win the championship. You know, I think that's the goal. It's been the goal all year. And, you know, but, you know, God forbid anything happens. I think that's the goal for me. That's the goal for everybody here and to be ready for game one.
5: Ryan Miller, KSL.
9: Donovan, you mentioned that you haven't been out for a while since, what, your 10th grade year? Um, what did you learn kind of just having to sit out and watch?
8: Um, you know, there's a lot of things. You know, I think being able to see where, you know, we, obviously we saw Boyan, you know, step up huge for me and Mike were out. Um, George was a was a big piece, Trent, you know, and being able to kind of sit on the sidelines and, and kind of coach in a sense allows you to also teach yourself, you know, because you're kind of staying engaged, staying in the flow. Um, I think we saw a lot of, of guys stepping up you know, similar to the bubble, you know, when guys kind of stepped up into, into different roles, you saw the same thing, um, you know, when myself and Mike were out, uh, I think that'll hopefully carry over into the playoffs. I think it will guys step it up into their roles, expect having a uh, much more confidence, you know, in certain areas and different areas of every person's game. Um, and I think, you know, we, we're a team that can compete with anybody, if not be anybody in the league, and we're going to go out there and try and prove that every night. Um, we just played the way we've been playing, you know, and my goal is to come back and just continue to, to go out there and do what I do and do what we do as a team.
5: Uh, ben Anderson, Castle Sports. Did you notice anything differently
1: about the ankle today? What's it like to get back out on it?
8: Um, I mean, yeah, it's definitely sore, you know, when you haven't played in, what, five weeks um, for sure. But, you know... Thankfully, no pain, you know. So that's that's the that's the good part. But for me, it's just trying to stack these days on top of each other because it's not like you just play once and then take four days off and then play again. You know, these are gonna these games are gonna start coming uh, quickly, so we gotta be ready for that. The intensity is gonna pick up. You know, it's not gonna be a practice; it's gonna be, you know, game one of the playoffs. So being ready for that, and you know, I think that's really it for me. Just understanding how I'm gonna go out there, integrate myself uh, back into the back into the lineup, and you know, I just go out there and just try and do everything I can.
9: Dana Green, ABC4.
8: Donovan, kind of following up on
6: Ryan's uh, question, do you think the team made some progression without you and Mike, but if you were out a little bit longer? I mean, they went 10-6. and six. That's pretty good against some some good competition yeah. there. Do you think the team did progress without you out there?
8: Yeah, for sure. I think we saw things, one, on the positive side, I think we saw a lot of things that we're, we are, we're really good at, you know, what we can really, how we can beat teams, how we can go out there and play the way we play. And then as far as things where we have weaknesses and we saw that as well. And I think guys have worked their tails off to ch- to to fix those weaknesses like quickly, you know, and you saw it throughout the process. You know, we had two tough losses in Minnesota then we turned around and have a great game against, uh, well, was a week a few weeks later, but Denver, you know, it was a huge win uh, that stands out. Like for me, it's like, okay, we're correcting things on the fly. We're doing things. Cause that's all the playoffs are going to be is being able to make adjustments, good and bad, uh, throughout the entire playoffs. I think we every, everybody held it down, you know, doing doing their jobs and and their and their levels rose uh tremendously. Um and I think we found something in Trent Forrest um that is that is huge as well. And I want to give him a his props too. He just looks so composed and, you know, steady, you know, throughout the entire time. And, you know, I think that's something that we've, we've found and just going to continue to go out there as a team and as a group to go out there and just try to adjust because that's all that's going to happen for the next, hopefully two or three months is just adjustments and, and going from there.
5: Uh, Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune.
9: A couple quick ones just uh, for game one, are you expecting to be at a hundred percent, you know, again, barring any setbacks and and you know playing your usual allotment of minutes?
8: Um, honestly, I haven't had that conversation as far as allotment of minutes. Um, I would like to think so. I don't know. Um, and either way, it's, it's what's the best interest, not just for the team, but for myself, because I want to go out there and, you know, go out there full bore and then hurt it again. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it is the playoffs and you got to go out there and you got to compete and got to be ready. And I think my teammates understand that. My coaches understand that. I understand that. Uh, but just going out there and just doing doing what I can. You know, I think the biggest thing is trying to see how I respond after practice today next practice and then when you get to game one it's you know it's it's kind of you know go time Um, so I wouldn't I haven't had that conversation to give you say yeah I'm ready to play 48 I mean I feel like I'm ready to play 48 but at the end of the day you got to be smart as well Uh, because you can go out there and and re-injure it as well we saw that happen with um a few guys can go out there and re-injure yourself and you don't want that either because then you're out for an extended period of time as well.
1: There you go. That's Donovan Mitchell, part of his media availability today, uh, Gordon. And and that last part, obviously, extremely important. You know, got to manage the situation for for Donovan to be, uh, you know,
4: at his best. Yeah, it was interesting to hear him talk about the injury itself. And he didn't get into specifics, but it sounded like it was pretty major.
1: More so than was yeah. let on, or, or so it would seem. You yeah. know? I mean, I, I certainly remember the play. He did it. I mean, well, and the way he good.
4: reacted, and Donovan isn't, is not a drama queen. Not LeBron. No. And so when he when he got hurt like that, I thought, okay, he's hurt. He looks hurt. And then the reports came out that it was a sprained ankle, and and people think, okay, well, that's, that's manageable. Well, not every sprained ankle is, even if it's not a high ankle sprain. It's, uh, it's difficult to get past that. And, and, and I bet you a good number of our listeners have had the, that kind of injury playing sports. And uh, if you've had a bad one, you know that that doesn't... He's going to be feeling that, I bet. I don't know this for a fact. I'm not a doctor, uh, in case you didn't know that. But uh, I'll bet he'll feel the effects of it for a while, you know. But not to the point where it'll keep him from playing. But it, it, it'll take some time for it to fully fully heal.
1: All right, we've got uh, a market update coming up next. Sam Amick is going to jump on with us at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Tim Lacombe will be on with us at 5. Brian Taylor at 5.30. It is the big show. We are live today from Premier Wave Therapy. Come see us, 2505 East, 3300 South. They have some delicious food for you. Uh, We've got some jazz gear left for you as well. Uh, And plus, uh, come say hi to Gordon. Gordon's very friendly on remote. I don't know if people... You, would you think people would come in and be intimidated uh, by the great Gordon Monson? Of course, because you're very approachable. I know. I'm intimidated, me? Come on. I'm and a... the, the legend, Gordon Monson. You can
4: just be very intimidating. Had, just because I had my own parking space out you front. <laughs> that was so funny. I grabbed that. I grabbed that. Pulled it down. Put it through at my car.
1: <laughs> Reserve for Gordon Monson. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned. We'll have more coming up next. 97.5 and twelve-eighty of the zone. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from Premier Wave Therapy. Come by and see us, 2505 East, 3300 South. Uh, Let's get to a market update brought to you by our friends at TridayTrading.com. Now, anyone can be a day trader. Visit TridayTrading.com. How do we do today in the market there, Gordo? Well, it's been kind of a crazy week this
4: week, as as, uh, you may have noticed, as I've given these reports. But uh, today... Thumbs up. Man. All right, the Dow was up 188 points. How are you this fine day? Lame. Nasdaq. The Nasdaq was up 236 points. Oh, America! Are you serious? And the S and P up 43 and a half points. Mostly.
1: <laughs> was that second one, Austin, doing Dick Vitale? <laughs> Is that what that was? <laughs> right. That's what it sounded like. Oh, I'm glad that's what it sounded like,
4: because, yeah, that was, that's what it was.
1: Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> All what? right. Uh, we've got Sam Amick coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Muscly. Look forward to talking to <laughs> when Sam. did I say that? Why, and why do you have to say it like that? Exactly. Wait. Muscly. I don't remember
4: that. I've never, I do not remember ever using that word. Wow, he is muscly. Wow, that's it's even worse. Oh,
1: no, that's so bad. Oh,
4: that's it's about so... Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I must have been doing it on purpose to be weird. <laughs> wow, he is muscly.
1: What? <laughs> oh, that is so creepy.
4: <laughs> I think something's up here. Why do you have to say it like that? <laughs> There's nothing up. Well, yeah, but day, there was a joke, right? I wasn't just making a comment. You, you were quoting someone else, but oh. still. Wow, he all- is muscly. <laughs> it's, all, it's, all, it's, all, it's all in the delivery, isn't it? <laughs> uh, muscly, muscly, muscly.
1: <laughs> Oh. oh, man. Did Austin just hurl? I, yes. I, I, I'm close myself, actually. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why, like that? I have no idea. Why, oh, like that? That's terrible. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, we are here at Premier Wave Therapy, and uh, you're welcome to come by and join us. Uh, check out what they've got going. Brand new uh, uh, day number one for Premier Wave Therapy, 2505 East, 3300 South. You can call them 385-360-WAVE. And uh, our friend uh, Dr. Johnson is jumping on with us uh, once again. And uh, let's, let's talk, I'm curious, we, uh, we talked to Joe um, who, who talked about the, the laser technology and your background in it. Uh, and that's what's gonna make you guys stand apart, right? Is uh, you've kind of um, honed in the process to do it better.
9: Correct. In fact, one of the lasers we're using, I helped actually develop. I was a professor at Duke for a while, doing research on CO2 lasers, and helped develop the CO2 laser, and then helped the companies get it through the FDA approval process. Helped develop the protocols, so intimately familiar with the laser, if you will. So you're like the father of this whole thing. <laughs> one of the fathers. There's, you know, multiple fathers, but I'm one of them. Wow.
1: If uh, if you're a professor at Duke University, does that mean you have to root for Coach K?
9: Well, you know I've actually met him uh, as a professor, we actually would play the residence once uh once a year on cam uh, you know the indoor camera uh-huh. and it was funny he was our coach, and then uh, his assistant was coach the residence so I've actually met him and interacted with him so you've been,
1: coached by, coach I've been coached by coach K.
9: have been coached by coach k in basketball that, wow, is correct. that is that's something
1: that is something yeah. yeah. Oh, that's hes a, a
9: really nice guy. Very nice.
1: How many people can say that they've been actually coached by Coach K? Very you, did, few. you
9: didn't treat him, did
1: you, Doc? No, okay.
9: no, no,
1: no, didn't have to, didn't <laughs> have to treat him. No,
9: not yet. The invitation's open. No, but uh, <laughs> this
1: technology is, is is so cool because you can treat ED uh, and and do it in a way that's so much more effective uh, with, with so much, so many fewer side effects, if any, right?
9: Correct. I mean, basically what it uses is a laser, or sorry, the ED uses a sound wave that, much like physics, you know, when you have like a bridge and you have a certain frequency and the wind's going at a certain frequency can cause the bridge to break apart, we're using that same type of concept where we're taking a sound wave, putting it at a certain amount of strength and a certain frequency and causing it so that it will break up the plaque that's between the blood cells and the muscle that's causing part of the problem. And then what it also does is it induces the cells to make new cells. So we're growing new blood vessels. So We're getting rid of the plaque that's causing the problem and growing new blood vessels at the same time.
4: What would you say, Doc, to the guys out there who might be a little shy about coming
9: in or, or, or you know, bashful or embarrassed or something? What would you tell them? Well, I mean, I can totally understand. You know, I was a little bit hesitant, too, before I started doing the research. And then I tried out the therapy myself, and I can say confidently that it works and it's not painful. It's a great process. And... You know, the thing is, is intimacy is such an important part of life. They've done lots of studies which show that people who have good intimacy life have much less incidence of cancer, incidence of heart disease, much less incidence of depression, much less problems with weight gain, all sorts of health problems. So, you know, if you're having problems with that, there's no re- reason to suffer.
1: It's a big part of life. It's a yeah. big part of life. It really is. All right, 385-360-WAVE, 385-360-9283. And, of course, drop by and see us, 2505 East, 3300 South. Doctor, we appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks. All right, we'll have uh, Sam Mamick coming on next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.